Don't, Eric. Shine it bright, baby boy. Spotlight is on. How you doing, Eric? How you doing? Oh, my goodness. I, <laughs> well, I don't know what's here. going on. I don't know what's happening up here in the Weird Science Studios. I'll blame that on you. That's all your fault. Hello it sounded too good to be my fault. Welcome to everybody uh, that are joining us for our spotlight uh, for the new comic book day week of June 28th. 2017 uh yeah we're here we're ready to start another week of comics that means the spotlight's on that officially kicks off our week not not really we actually do uh write up our reviews would probably be the way that we kick off the week uh and if you want to go read those reviews there go to our award-winning site weirdsciencedccomics.com and we'll have almost every book up to read a review about reggie has started and will continue his ban or, you know, his uh, protest boycott. of yeah. Hellblazer, his boycott. So you will not find that anywhere. Uh, Fuck, maybe I forgot I'll, it came out. I'm telling you, I, you actually said to me, because I said, well, uh, Hellblazer came out, but Reggie, he, he bailed on that. And you're like, no, no, that doesn't come out this week. It's next week. I'm no, no. It no. did not. But, you know, according to us, Eric, it'll never come out until August, I think, is when Tim Seeley That's jumps correct. back on. But still, plenty of books to be had, Eric, and I just want to say right here, uh, if you want to go find us on Twitter, we're at Weird Science DC. You can send me messages. A lot of people have uh, this week telling me that they hate our guts, Eric. It'll happen. It'll happen. And most of it's positive, but yeah, oh, you can send me either way. If you don't agree with the review or whatnot, you can send me a note about that as well, and I'll say, okay, I will tell Eric that you said that since it must be Eric's review, since all of mine are spot on, Eric. Oh. Now, I, I also will mention, uh, I may sound a lot more positive this week, Eric. I'm not as I'm not as positive as that guy Peter, positive Peter, but I am I pretty positive. I am pretty positive, mainly because... I do not have Batman anymore. You have taken over Batman, and I I don't have it this week. Obviously, Batman comes out next week, but it seems like a weight lifted off my shoulders. It was the weirdest thing. It's like it was storming the other night. I get a knock at my door, and there's Jim dripping from head to toe, just bawling his eyes out. Eric, they won't stop yelling. Can you please take Batman from me? It was more. It wasn't even the review. I started arguing with people about the review, but it wasn't just the review. It was the fact that uh, I had talked to people, and really, if anybody wants to know who was the uh, straw that broke the camel's back, not in a bad way, uh, it was actually Dalton. I was talking to Dalton, one of the Get Fresh crew members, and I said to him, and a badass member of Patreon as well, I said that we were talking, he was asking about scores and things like that, and he just kept saying, or not keep saying, he did say, the way you talked about it on the podcast last week, uh, it really seemed like you should have given it a two or three. And that's when I realized while talking to him and I said, I was not arguing specifically about that one issue. It has become more it, – it, it became a, a shit show of my frustrations with Tom King and things about the Batman book. And then I realized actually it was it, after thinking about it that night. And I told you I went to bed and I was just laying there. You know, thinking sexy thoughts about Batman and Tom King, and I realized, you know what, if I'm going to get so caught up and so angry about a way a guy writes a book, uh, maybe it's about time that somebody else reviews it because I'm coming in. I can't say that I'm not biased now because all of a sudden I'm going in looking for a way to explain to people what I've been trying to say for, you know, 20 issues or so. So it really, it, it just, it wasn't fair for people to, on the site reading stuff. It wasn't fair to me 
No. I need my sanity. And I got and, to trade you JLA for it, and I'm just happy as yeah. hell I don't have to and, review that book anymore. No, it's the worst, too, because I, I ended up, and then I was talking to Brandon about the trade, and I basically said I was a guy, I, basically, I was a NFL team whose quarterback got injured in preseason. Now, I'll yep. say, it's almost like the Minnesota Vikings last year. They needed a quarterback. The Eagles swooped in, gave him Sam Bradford, and kind of fleeced him for it and and you know got more than they ever would have because I was desperate. Now I should have been smart enough to realize that JLA was this week. If I would have held out <laughs> one or two more days Damn, and then I said this week. then I would have said, Hey Eric, you know what? You want to trade and then I, I was hoping maybe you would jump on and then I get out of reviewing JLA this week and Batman next week. It's like a goddamn vacation. And you said I, I was bad not, at trading. I was not that smart uh, that but no this is the thing. Uh, it was a Eric Shea-friendly market. I wanted sure to get was. rid of it. I basically <laughs> said to you, well, here was the deal. Here's where it came down. Hey, Eric, you want to trade Nightwing for Batman? No. And I'm like, no. really? I'm like, God damn it. If I would have asked him fucking a month ago, he would have done it. <laughs> if I could have done that it Dr. then. Herdark, I yeah, would have been, been able to do it. It would have been freaking free, free and clear. I'd be doing Nightwing. And, uh, I, and that was also because Batman and Nightwing come out at the same week. So I thought, oh, this is going to be – he's going to be in. You said no. And I said, well, then, then I'm done. And I said, okay, what, what are you going to fucking you trade got? me? And, and the thing was – if Cyborg would have been bi-monthly, twice a month, you would have given you would have given me Cyborg. I know you would have. I don't or, know if I would have because I know it's going to get canceled soon. Oh yeah, well, I'm saying if it was still twice a month, you're not going to give me a month because you're all about the numbers. So you did yeah. give me JLA, and I had to take it. Now I will admit to you, if you would have said JLA and Cyborg. I would have went with it as well. You would have gotten ah. two shit shows right off of your fucking plate, right on the mine. I would have went with it. I, anything, basically because uh, I'm sick of getting yelled at. So now what happens is uh, you're going to do Batman and say people don't agree with you or you have issues or whatever. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to laugh. I'm gonna, and, and really uh, – And the best part is – I'm going to just sit back and yeah, laugh well, that's because the problem. I don't get people, all upset about it. People are going to go – they're not going to message you or anything. They'll still message me and they'll <laughs> go, hey, what's up with Eric in that you know, 3.5 out of 10? And you know what I'll say? I'll lie. I haven't read it yet. I haven't yeah. read that issue yet. It'll be two days after the spotlight. I'll still claim, eh, I didn't read it. And that's what I'll, I'll say because really I don't read your books mainly till Saturday. Right. I'll just – I'll stay clear. Free and clear, and all you people. And I'd love to say that, uh, you know, well, you'll be yelling for me again, but that's kind of inse- you know insinuating that you're going to have a shitty review. <laughs> yep. People be like, eh, really, though? You're going to get some spoilers more than you sure get are. from me. So there you go. Yeah, enjoy the ride, Eric. Enjoy. <laughs> I am positive. I, I, just, I, I'm I just really you. hope that it's better because the last time I had to review Batman, I was during a super heavy arc with Mr. Bloom. Yeah. And I hated it so much. So I'm just hoping yeah, this did. is a better experience for me. And it was weird, too, because you hated it, and I liked it more, but I had yeah. given you that book. So it was odd. But, yeah, now now you'll see. I'll fucking, all of a sudden, I'll think it's the greatest thing ever. Hey, good riddance. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. You're in. Uh, but in general, uh, other than that this week, I only had a couple books, JLA being one of them. 
Uh, and that was not the greatest. You'll hear that on the regular podcast. But I had Flash Detective and JLA, and I was sitting free and clear, enjoyed my things for the most part. I know you didn't have a great week no, of comics, your, your reviews. But uh, Reggie had This Is His Week that he has a lot. And we'll talk about at the end of the podcast uh, exactly what we'll be talking about on the main podcast. There's always at least 10 to 12 books, if not more, uh, that we talk about in the regular podcast. But I'd also like to mention uh, well, this is our spotlight our dip the toe spotlight so you can listen to this and decide maybe if you haven't listened to our big podcast if you want to go and and, you know actually make the investment of 10 hours or so in the main thing but it's also now eric a little commercial for our patreon account because we have a patreon account where we would like to get support if you want to that's fine but go to our thing it's www.patreon.com slash weird science and i just say just go and see what's going on because we actually are offering a lot more uh different podcasts different shows things so like many that more. yeah there is so many more i told you I, I sit there and try to figure out what i'm going to do for the weekend i'm like yeah i think i'm going to be recording most of the time uh, and we do have a patreon only spotlight if you are a badass subscriber or supporter on patreon if you're a badass patron get fresh crew member boop boop, boop. You actually, each week, you get to pick what will be the Patreon-only spotlight. It's exclusive only to Patreon. This week, all the books were up for grabs, Eric. And the the badass Get Fresh Crew members, they picked Wonder Woman number 25. Probably the big issue of the week. And that's what they'll get. Yeah, if you uh, want to hear that, that will not be on the regular podcast. It'll only be on Patreon. But if you if you can deal with it, Eric, you, you don't have to hear us talk wax poetic about it because we'll have our regular spotlight now and our regular deal. But yeah, just go over and check it out. Also in the show notes, you'll have our Patreon link as well. You can click on that and go over and see if it's worth your while. I think it is, Eric. I have a lot of shows planned. I got to record. I got to record like four things this weekend just by myself. So that's crazy. it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a busy weekend. But we also and not only have that, a, we're going to get all, like a leg up on our new Fifty Two review. Yeah, yeah, for, we're, like, we're know, trying Monday to get ahead of that during Fourth of July. Yeah. Yep, we're going to be talking, actually, for this, uh, it's ahead of time, but we're going to be doing the Wonder Woman trade. Uh, me and you are going to record that. That's coming out like a month from now. Yeah, yeah. We're a little ahead already, but uh, it, it's actually a pretty cool week to, to read and review that again, since Greg Rucka's run is over, and it seems like he was trying to destroy all that new 52 it is goodness. It's too bad that that has not come out this week, huh? Yeah, yeah, I know. But And the thing, the, the weird thing about it is, after that Wonder Woman, just a little sneak peek of my thoughts, I don't know what he did, Eric, because I oh. don't know what he destroyed, kept, or whatever, and that's probably my biggest disappointment of that issue. But, Eric, we're here not for that. We're here to talk about what? Action Comics number 982, written by Dan Jurgens with art by Jack Herbert, Jose Luis, Ray McCarthy, Hi-Fi, and Rob Lee. Superman is blind from the effects of the Black Vault from the previous issue, and boy, is it a bad time for that to happen because the Superman Revenge Squad, now that they are fully assembled, have the Fortress of Solitude in their sights. Which is where Superman, Lois, and John just happen to be since they're trying to figure out this whole blindness thing. Superman confronts the baddies, but in the end, they're just too strong for the sightless Man of Steel. Thankfully, though, help arrives in the form of the Super League. Not one mistake, Eric. What are you up in your game? You were up in your game. What you fix your glasses tonight or something? Jesus Christ. That that was like a professional read. What do you want? NPR? All of the mistakes I have in this. Give it to me again. I I want to hear if you could do it again now. No, I Give it to me in a sexy NPR voice. Going in a high note, man. Going off in a high note. Action comics. How about 
Action Comics number 982. How about that voice? That'd be good. My voice is pretty deep tonight. I don't know what's going on. I'm drinking a coffee that I accidentally heated for three minutes. It is goddamn lava. It's killing me. It's burning shit on me. It's got to be at least 90 degrees in that fucking room. Yeah, and it's that. And this coffee is just crazy. And I, I can't help but drink it, Eric. Every time I drink it, it burns the hell out of my throat. But yeah, Action Comics, Eric. We have the, the Superman Revenge League or Squad. Squad. And, uh, squad, indeed. Uh, I don't know. This issue, a lot of people went gaga for it. They really enjoyed it. Now, if you like uh, – this is – I'd like to say just this is another thing back to the Batman, but not just Batman. It's just about every book. It seems like – can I call June fan service June? Because sure. it really seems like it is. Like every book seems to be throwing out this fan service stuff because it, without looking at this through like a fan's eyes, nothing goes on. There's no. really nothing. I mean, nothing really even gets – That was my biggest gets, problem with the issue. Yeah, nothing even gets resolved. But if, if nothing you're Nothing gets started seeing, in my mind no, until well, halfway I, through the issue. The problem is you, you've had the uh, Revenge Squad already, but the problem – they haven't been assembled together, and that it, it happens here. But really, it's not that exciting. And it's funny because I think that they realize – Dan Jurgens realized, you know what? We haven't had a lot of blank. Blank is kind of been sitting. We haven't had a lot of Metallo. Well, that, but uh, even him, he gets his little spot. But Blank just keeps it. He's like Mr. Fucking Last Word here. And it seems like Dan Jurgens just wants you to remember that he's kind of a badass in this group, though I don't think he is. Oh. I really don't. But he, like, the way he talks in here and keeps bringing stuff up and, hey, uh, that's not what I'm here for and, and stuff like that. I think he's trying to remind you. That at least Dan Jurgens thinks that Blank is a badass and is a equal member of the squad. Uh, I don't agree, and it's kind of odd, but yeah, they they end up there, and really they're they're pissed off because really they could go and just destroy Superman. It, Which it's they obvious. really want to do, you know. And the yes. thing is, the the first part of this book were on the lunar Batcave. Everybody is turning on Cyborg Superman because they do indeed want to go and kill yeah. Superman. Yeah. And not only that, they all have their individual things that they want. And we have to go through each and, and, and each one to yep. like, you know, get a recap, Again, like, fill readers in on why these people actually, are working together. And and I think that you nailed it right there. I think that what Dan Jurgens realizes with the the uh, going off to Bell Rev with Cyborg Superman and Eradicator and, uh, yeah. Eradicator and then getting Zod, Zod uh, you kind of might, you know, he's afraid that some people people might have lost track which of is what exactly the characters wanted. I want to say it was two issues ago where we actually sat down and talked about what each of the characters yeah, wanted. we did. Now, the, the thing is, maybe it's one of those. Like, we have had a lot of books, Green Arrow, even Flash, where every issue seems well, to Green be a Lantern's jumping fuck. on point. Green Lantern. Every issue seems to be like they want to make that jumping on point. Maybe that's what we're getting here. The problem is, is to me, like, tell me, they, they say again, well, what is Blank's motivation why does he want to do what he's gonna do that's the whole thing is that out of all these characters of the superman revenge squad you know cyborg superman hank henshaw he eventually gets everybody on the trolley because he tells them we're gonna go attack the fortress of solitude first before we go and kill superman because the kryptonian technology within can give us everything that we ever wanted kind of thing because like we find out here zod he wants the phantom zone projector mongo wants a new war world eradicator wants krypton to be reborn and Metallo wants a new body that will last him forever. And Blank, you know what? Blank's just a goddamn team player because there's nothing in the Force well, of Solitude that he it, wants. It's funny, and he he calls that out now. Cyborg Superman does legitimately spell out what he wants, 
It's so generalized, and it's what you want to create a canvas of death. A canvas of a worldwide canvas of death. Now, if you remember when Blank showed up originally in the Lois and Clark book at the DCYOU, that pretty much led into the you know the pre-Flashpoint Superman coming into uh, Rebirth. Yeah, Uh, that was pretty much his generic talk then. And it never really made sense to us. It was like that whole canvas. He's an artist. He's going to – he's so – he's generic. He's There's blank no reason. is what he is. And what, what it is is I think that Dan Jurgens just wanted his character to continue on in this. He makes no sense here. What, what they keep yelling, I mean, and it really to me, it kind of – it doesn't lessen – Everything. He's a speed bump when you're yeah. talking about the plans because you're like, Zod, you want a new eradicator. You want the true bloodline of Krypton. Uh, you know, but, and then you get the blanket like, oh, yeah, blank. Uh, yeah, yeah uh. you want a canvas of, of death. That's the thing. We're going through <laughs> really? so like the, everybody's motivation. I'm like, okay, Cyborg, sir, man, I can yeah. see you getting everyone on the trial with this. And then we get the blank. Hey, blank, here's 20 bucks. Just go with me. All right, yeah. man. And it's almost like, like blank is just. He doesn't. It doesn't need to be Superman who comes down for this. Like well, I, I would like Blank to say, okay, all you guys get these things that are a direct result of Superman taken out of the picture. Oh, who's going to take care of Wonder Woman and Batman and Aqua? Like, there's still a Justice League that well, aren't going to let me. For, that is for the Wonder Woman Revenge Squad to take care yeah, of. All right. Well, I'm saying that it, it's almost like they think that if Superman goes down, they're trying to convince Blank. I, I can imagine Cyborg Superman's winking at Eradicator. Like, mm, don't <laughs> tell him because you know he's really not going to be able to have a worldwide canvas of death, a free reign, just because Superman goes down. Uh, he even says it at one point because they're talking about the fortress and. Uh, Eradicator's like, but the Fortress is a brilliant repository of science and technology that Earth is yet to discover. There's blank in the middle. Don't mean much to me. Nope. It doesn't. Uh, he's right. Uh, he's just And I'm going to tell you, I don't like this part because I knew all this because I've been reading the series so yes. far. I, and I agree. Blank, he's the voice of reason in my mind. I'm sitting there laughing at Blank. I'm yep. like, yeah, you don't belong here, Blank. Yeah, the, the reason what I wanted, because if you did read that Lois and Clark, or you didn't actually, uh, Blank got captured by Superman, and he was held captive in the fortress until Hank Henshaw was mind controlled. In Colorado, that turned yeah, into Himalayas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would have liked to just spell it out that Blank is there to watch Superman suffer. Oh, yeah. You don't have to do that other things, because that's all you really need to have him want. That's what he would want, right? Yeah. And, and uh, anybody, you know, just. Death across the goddamn world. That's all he wants. He is such a one-trick goddamn pony. Yeah. So uh, it's funny. They do treat him like that, but it, it's so generic. And it's such a, an aside because the others I actually like. I actually like the idea of them wanting to do what they're doing. Now, the other thing I think that uh, we talked about this before every time we talk about action comics. Can Cyborg Superman – Hide that Oblivion Stone necklace. Uh, it, Jesus I, Christ. I want him it's, to put it underneath his goddamn It's such a target. And you know for a fact it, we're just going to get a crush. It's He's going to crush it. Superman is going to crush that with he's his gonna hands. Crush it. His... I don't even know if it's a crush or you just have to rip it off his goddamn yeah, neck at this point. I don't point. know. He, at, because that's the whole thing. The Oblivion Stone is what made Hank Henshaw into the cyborg yeah. Superman. Again, even though we don't have an explanation of why he became human besides for the goddamn yep. you know, universe being yeah, rewritten we, we and whatnot. No but. Idea. We have no idea what led to this whole thing where he needed the Oblivion Stone to become Cyborg Superman again. And we were told once he got it, it gave you the power to grant one wish and one, one wish, wish only. His yep. one wish was to become Cyborg Superman. But 
in my mind, it doesn't mean you have to dangle it around your no, fucking head. No, and that's the other thing. We don't know the rules to it that if you – do you have to have it in your possession? And could your quote-unquote possession be a lockbox at Fort Knox, Eric? I mean, does it have to be, you know, it displayed? I would just find a random as, place on the moon to bury it. It might as well be a big VW fucking, you know, car hood emblem there. <laughs> freaking, you could join the Beastie Boys and jump around. It's so crazy because especially when he's fighting, that thing is flying willy-nilly. Uh, but yeah, then you go and you find after all that, and like you said, this is all, it's recap to get you on board again with exactly what the members are and what they want. Uh, but again, to me, it's very uh, obvious. Some of these things, we know what they want and we read it two issues ago, so we should remember anyway. But Dan Jurgens gets everyone up to speed. Uh, we go off to the fortress where they are obviously heading for and Lois and John have arrived to see what why their dad you know what's happening with him and if he's okay and they get there and they they see that uh the sculptures of grandma and grandpa kent are destroyed uh the you know the ice sculptures yeah. and they're wondering what happened and it's funny it's like they're trying to figure out who did it and they're like i don't think your dad would have done this uh, no, no. I, I don't think he would either I, you know i don't know why he would do that but they're going and that's where john and it, it's a cool little call out where john's like i know all the stuff dad showed me all the off-limits stuff and yeah, we he did told me see not what, what not to touch you know and the thing yeah, is so even this cool. is that we go through the Force of Solitude with John and Crypto, and this is the rocket that Dad came in, and this is, yeah. you know, a flyer from Krypton that was rebuilt yep. or something from the olden days, and th this is a Kryptonian battle armor. Yep. And the thing is, this is all old hat until we finally get to a thing where John is led down a corridor by some strange voice, which at first I thought was, you know, blank getting into his mind and kind of leading him away. Yeah, yeah but, but no. by the end of this, you know, it doesn't seem like he's, you know, using his powers at all. They're, when no, they show up yeah. outside the fortress doors, they're all just standing there like talking about whether or not they should break the doors down or if yeah. Superman will come out. Now, so in my mind, this will go. be something. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying, before you, you, what are the chances that the Kryptonium Flyer will be used in this story? I'm telling you, it, every time we like, I don't know, because I don't want to say it's 100%. It. It's, it's but, so like, weird. You're just putting out the rocket and the freaking battle armor and shit it's like that. It's just so weird to have that flyer there for oh, just to point it out. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just trying to think who's going to be in it, because I swear to God, it, it'll probably be John and, and Clark. Clark's going to get hurt some more or something. It's just See, I, uh, I, I think to point Clark's that out. going to go in the battle armor myself. Yeah, well, they, like, they, they, they really spell that out, too. Yeah, and like the flyer, like in my mind, that'll just be John and Lois flying about. Probably. I really think that they're going to be flying. Somebody's flying in that. Yeah, you might funny, be right with you know, Lois. It, it is very obvious, too, from the way it's pointed out here. Because I just think it's filler going through two. the show. And no, no, just that it's that we're going through this. I'm like, oh, this is just filler. But it isn't obvious if you think about it. Way to, like, you know, set this thing up for oh, a later yeah. on story. Because all of a sudden it, you it have them flying around. You have to, you're not going to be like, oh, where's that from? We're like, okay. Or maybe Dan Jurgens is trying, like, that's his little kind of, ooh, they, they did that in the, you know, the button story in the forge. And there's all these things and I, everybody, but it's too, it seems too early for that, for where like, he was writing it. Even showing the Kryptonian battle armor for what we get next when Kalex is looking yeah. over Clark Kent and telling Telling him that you know your blindness, we like it's done by the black ball, but we don't know why don't know or how. how this has happened yep. or how, like when it will come back if it will. Yeah. Um, but your heat vision, it's still good because that's not a vision sight power, but all your vision sight yeah, powers are gone. Vision, so. All and that telescopic, the whole thing is like, what about the be. Kryptonian battle armor? You know that that saved me from when I was fighting Doomsday originally. Like no. You, that like that is like not like uh, it's empty. It won't be able to replenish you ever again. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? We just had yeah. Lana Lang in there yeah, saving her life mistake. in a Superwoman book. Yep. 
Yeah, because he says, Kalex basically says, when you came back and you helped you get back from when you died uh, from Doomsday, you kind of expended all of that energy. You can't use it again. I could not think of the word expended right now. It it can't be used again. And we just saw it issues ago in the Superwoman book used to pretty much heal and maintain uh, Lana Lang. So, yeah, that's a, a little snafu. Uh, so the whole thing didn't... there, like, you know, showing that battle armor in my mind is like, yeah, we since we just found out that the battle armor will not be used to heal Superman, it's got to be used later on. It's just going to be used as battle armor. He's yeah. just going to, yeah, he's just going to wear it. Now, the funny thing is, you say, uh, with Lana, and right away when I read that, and I'm sure you did, you were like, no, 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 Lana no. was in that, that it yeah. was used and was saying that it was be able to be used for that. It's fine. We move on. And then you see Lana at the end. And I'm like, God damn it. You know, that's mainly the reason why she's there. The big problem, too, I have is that, you know, since we've had Superman Reborn come out and, like, alter all the history of the New 52 and the pre-Flashpoint, they're, like, combine it together. When Superman died, the the New 52 Superman died, pre-Flashpoint, you know, he came out and wanted to use, you know, the Kryptonian battle armor as a way to bring him back to life. But there was no regeneration matrix in this world. So I'm guessing since, you know, now the, the, the timelines have been combined... That there was, but now for some reason it's completely expended. You can't use it anymore. I'm like, God damn it, that is just a fucking tease. Yeah, it is. Uh, In the meantime, they're talking there. They're, you know, Superman, he's a very positive guy. You know what I mean? And he can hear things. He's going to try his best or whatever, he says. but then the the revenge squad's knocking at the front door, and it is a pretty funny little deal where you see them through there in the front door, and they're like, you know, is he home? He has to be. So it's like, and then that's when. You have an awesome little spread of the Revenge Squad. Looks pretty goddamn cool. But yeah, they're saying, listen, you know, surrender or I will kill you swiftly. Resist and I'll make your death slow and painful. And the best is uh, Cyborg Superman behind oh, yeah. him is like, please resist because they, they just want to fight. They they want to go and this is where you're going to get. You get Kalex is like, you know, a blanks there, Mongol. He goes through the whole deal and they're trying to think of what's going to, you know, what they can do. Superman says, you know what, John and Lois, you get the hell out of here. Get out out of here he tells Kalex to use the defense protocol omega and you know single to the omnihedron and he's gonna fight which we he saw you know to. superman gives yeah. supergirl back and i yep. think it was, was number a eight. cool call out it actually was a pretty cool call out so yeah he's assembling his uh you know super league which we said was a, a thing that was going to yeah, happen when that, the death of superman and this it's out of me because it seems that everybody has forgotten this whole thing where peter j tomasi had planned because he wrote the final days of superman at the end of the new 52 which was yes. going to be the death of the new uh, 52 superman but before that happened it was always solicited as the super the league super that he league. like superman was going to assemble every review i see now they're calling this new team the super squad yeah, so I'm yeah. do you think that uh, dan jurgens is going to pay you know homage to tomasi for Maybe. putting this together originally? And it's funny. It's funny too. Super Squad. I I think he'll go Squad. I I just think that, and it seems like you said nobody remembers that. And really, what it was was after the Dark Side War. It seemed that Superman. Now, if it would have continued, if there was no rebirth, it seemed that Superman was going to be a bit disturbed about how the Justice League was not strong enough. To, to battle these, you know, huge galactic threats, and he was going to form his own side. And almost, and it's funny because when you hear, when I say it like that, it makes it seem like, oh, goddamn it, Superman, you asshole. Basically, what's like Batman did with JLA. 
Exactly. It was just going to be the same thing. And maybe it was going to be a book. Uh, who knows? But that whole thing, if you go back, if you get, and I have issues downstairs, if you have issues at the beginning of the, the final days of Superman, it has the banner across the top for the first two issues, Super League. And yep. then they changed it out of nowhere and then tried to wipe it clean. So this seems to be Dan Jurgens maybe picking up the idea of that as well. And maybe instead of those final days where he, you know, Superman ended up fighting Khan, you know, that I called him C-O-N. Yeah, the solar uh, that bad guy Superman. who got the solar sentient power. Maybe it was supposed to be bigger than that. Because really, if you go back now, that's pretty much all wiped clean anyway. But if you go back, it was such a Kinda, small even though that way. led to Keenan Kong. Yeah, it was such a small way for Superman to die. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Just this solar sending energy that got a convict, and he ended up, and then he ended up, Superman pretty much saved the world by saving, you know, engulfing. It made no sense. But yeah. uh, it, but it was, if it would have been this squad fighting, boy, it, would, it really would have hit a lot harder. It, it would have. And so that's why I actually have some fun with this, because it does almost seem like a story that we were supposed to get before and didn't. Because as, he, uh, you know, the, the revenge squad is outside waiting for this answer superman pretty much has made the call and he busts through the the floor the ground yeah, he comes the, down the around ice. and freaking busts up from underneath the ice and freaking catches them all by surprise and it's a great and, move by him because he can't see he's no. got to scatter them number one because if they all just come at him at once he's fucked and i i really like that uh in the meantime you see the other members, you know, you see Supergirl, the Omnihedron goes and she sees it and she's like, boom, she's ready. She's going to go. And I think that that was pretty cool. And like I said, I'll give them credit. That was a pretty good setup before. It was a really good setup. The only problem I have is that we know that Supergirl got the Omnihedron. I want to say that, you know, there's other ways of like, I don't know if she's the one who has to make the call to everyone else. then because if we if we would have gotten rid of that, like, you know, recap section in the yeah. beginning with this Revenge Squad. I wish we could have had a page of everyone getting the call and assembling through when yeah. we had that final, like, you know, because get, last like, issue we moment. did see, like, Keenan was on his way. Remember, he asked yeah. Dr. Omen, like, how, how long, long, it takes to get how long does it yeah. take to get to America? And which is odd because he was already there with Lex. Uh, but, you know, he, he wants to know again, Eric, he's going on his own uh, flying. But y you had all that. And, uh, but yeah, I don't remember, you know, you have Lex. But yeah, they're just fighting. And, and again, this is a very quick issue and the thing that kind of makes it filler but makes sense because i just kind of said it he can't fight them all at once no. if they did that they just they'd subdue him he'd be done but because he has to fight them individually it almost makes it seem like a video game where you have a video game and, and you know an action yes it's almost like you know the dar the the uh, arkham knight games where they have a whole crowd one guy steps out it's like a fucking kumite going on uh, each time uh but he yeah it makes sense it makes sense that he did scatter them to do this and, and initially yeah. the fight was pretty cool too because you know he had since he is blind he's using his hearing yeah. to hear the mechanics like of cyborg superman to catch him he can smell Mongol. Yep, Eradicator funny. starts talking his goddamn stinks. Kryptonian nonsense so he yep. can smack him. But, you know, it's too much. These people are way too much for him, and they yeah, eventually they take him down. And it's a fucked up part where they start, like, dogpiling him and just beating yeah, him. Yeah, they do. Well, that's what happens. And Superman he, starts yeah. giving up. He knows yep. he's going to die if it continues. Fucking blank. Blank jumps in. I'm looking at even Metallo. You see him there. There are those goddamn jerks that you're playing hockey and they'll never start a fight. The minute that somebody's like down and out and subdued, oh, yeah. they freaking jump in. 
Freaking jerks. Yeah, I'm looking at Blank. Like, I actually wish that Blank would have tried to kind of mind control him when he was at his weakest. You know what I mean? At least use your – let the guys use their power set. To, to go forward, but yeah, they're they're going to town on them. They are really going to town, and uh, that's when John and John's like, I have to do something, and Calix, no, 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 helps on the way, and you see that the heat vision go, and then you you see, and it's it's cool, and we were we were hoping that Lex and Lana were going to be involved because they really yeah. didn't push that last issue, uh, and me and you both, I uh, you I know that you smiled when Lex was right at the front, like You're he damn right. is the leader. Super it's Lex so is leading good. the charge. I yep. love superhero Lex so much and I was so worried for a while that they were going to make him turn him back into a bad guy after Superman Reborn I want him to continue on like this I want Super Lex to be his own thing and get more page play I love Superlex, and you know what's the best about it is what he says on that final page, and I'll tell you, it is Steel, Lana, Superlex in the front. You got Keenan Kong uh, and Supergirl, and she's grabbing Superman. And Supergirl up. looks so good and just makes yeah, you wish does. her book looked like this. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. And the thing that I love about Lex doesn't say, like, hey, this is our friend. He doesn't. It's such a – Dan Jurgens nails Lex because he just says Superman is ours. The only way you get him is over our dead bodies. And I can tell you that he still doesn't like Superman. I can tell you that he's just there because he wants to be there. He's super Lex. I love it. But we know, I think, that he does care for him. We've had so parts where they do. But just the way he says that it's not like over the top, he just says Superman's ours. You can't do what you're doing to him because he's ours. You know, you can't do this. And I thought it was, I thought it was great. I really did. Now, and I, I just that, love all these Superman characters no, love, together like I this. With the, all the S's just shining, and I'm even yeah. waiting for like John to show up to stand with them in the next oh, one. Oh yeah, as Superboy, It'd be so cool. And I, I'm even thinking because I would love it. And Con Keenan, I would love Con Keenan. To kind of befriend Superboy, too. I think that that'd be a pretty cool thing. I think that that'd be neat. Yeah, It'd be Lex, funny, we but wanna... neither one of them would be able to understand each other. No, it would be funny. But yeah, yeah. Uh, other than, <laughs> I don't know, they K-Lex will translate. They'll hang out Maybe. together. Uh, but oh, even with all of this, uh, I'm excited about that because the, the Super League, I think, is awesome. And we've oh, wanted yeah. this for a while. The problem is to get to that point. Uh, not a lot happens. I mean, no, this issue and it's the worst is... part because, like you know, up in my in my mind, even the stuff that we have in the Fortress of Solitude going over Clark's blindness, that is just recapped to me as well. So yeah, on top just of the set, Superman yeah. Revenge Squad, and then we had all of that to get the motivations back in to have yeah. Superman talk about him being blind because of the black bolt. More recap, yeah. and then. Get to the fight. As soon as we get to the fight, in my mind, that is something new. We can move forward, and that is so quick. Yeah, it is. Uh, I would guess maybe uh, they're hoping that the idea gets around, like the hype gets around. Oh, you got to see this. It's all these characters, and And they're going to fight all of Superman's big characters. The Super League's big cliffhanger seems to be the big push of this book. Well, that's what I'm saying. And maybe that's all it really has. Maybe you have that wow at the end, and they wanted to make sure before that, like you could have had the Super League show up right away. You could. They were already called before. They could have had the beginning. I think that they wanted to get this hype up for this. You know, it's Supergirl and Lex. Says Superman and and Steel and Lana Lang and Kong Keenan. Who's Kong Keenan? Never mind. And then they're gonna fight the cyborg Superman and Eradicator and then and Blank. Who's Blank? Never mind. Never mind. 
It'd be great because we love Con Keenan. I love it. But yeah, if you're trying to sell this to people who haven't been reading or, you know, you're not, you're you know, going to focus Chinese on Superman. this. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, whatever. And then it's like, then you even get to get the hype up. Like, what do you mean Lex? Oh, Lex is super Lex. He's got a, a freaking uh, apocalyptic armor. That's you mean he's not a bad guy? No. No. He said, uh, yeah, I mean, it's really cool. And then you're like, and then there's blank. Who's blank? Never no, mind. I told you, don't mind. <laughs> but I, I really do like it. I, I like the end. I, I'm very hyped to go oh, so forward. Uh, I like the art a lot in this book. I love uh, but, Jack but, Herbert Starr. Like, yeah, he came on too. last issue for this whole thing, and I'm like, I really enjoyed it, and I really hope that he stay a part of it. Like, in my, yeah. I don't remember him being a part of this uh, creative team before. He may have been, but I just might have forgotten about it. But his last issue, I really like – I didn't really care for last issue all that much because, again, it was a lot of filler. Yeah. His art is amazing, and I yeah, really, I felt it. And that's the worst part because the thing that really put it over the top for me was seeing Supergirl and just me wishing the Supergirl book looked like this. I want Jack yes. Herbert on that right now, yeah, because I love she looks it. amazing. But the the book in general, like I said, mostly recap. You get to a fight where you know you have the Super League show up, yeah. and that's it. And yeah. because of that, I'd have to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, I actually – I'm going to go positive, Eric. I am positive, Peter. Again, uh, I think I'm going to go 7.5. I liked it. Now, I'll, I'll tell you. And that's basically art and the idea of what's going forward. And I yeah. did like the stuff with John. It's, but it is all recap. Now, I'll tell you. If you haven't been reading the book and you just are deciding – like you here, Eric. You gave it a 6.5. Is that what you said? Yes. So you gave it a 6.5. I would say to somebody who wanted to jump on this book or heard about this, I, I don't think that that's a score for somebody who's jumping on. Uh, and mine isn't either. I think that if you're just going to jump on right now, haven't read any of the others, I'd even go as high as a 9 to encourage people because you do get caught up. It's just oh, yeah. that we've been reading it. You've seen all this stuff before. It is really, like you said, it's not It's not even recap to me because it hasn't. it's stuff that just happened, so it's retread. It just seems like okay let's let's uh you know throw in this stuff for filler we have an ex you know when it's not exercise I'm, i keep thinking everything's exercise and that's the thing is, i actually thought to myself like i didn't mind when's this gonna be an anniversary yeah, i'm yeah. like oh a thousand probably yeah 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 a thousand will be crazy we'll get a hundred page deal uh but yeah uh if you haven't been reading and don't be discouraged by our score i think that somebody just jumping on will it would have a ball with this and be right up to speed with us at least for what this arc is and i encourage them to read it because i really am excited for the super league yeah, uh, coming and up i think, I it's think the be superman cool. revenge squad is fun the super league yeah. is fun the whole idea of it and the thing is I like this arc. It's just the, like a few of the yeah. last couple issues have just been down in well, my that's mind what I'm because saying. they're and playing if, you know, like they're dragging their feet and too it's, much. That's that's what's you know your scores down because you have you didn't get really anything new until the last page. And really, the other things were just reminders of everything. Yeah. You know, reminders. And, the, you know, the battle armor thing. It, that was a weird, not reminder. That was something new. So that was And okay, then, you know, kind but, of fucked up because we just saw it used yeah, in Superwoman. Yeah. So, like I said, if you're just uh, sitting there and you're like, I haven't read Action Comics, but boy, I... I here Zod and, and Cyborg Superman, and then at the end you said Lex and Lana. Boy, that seems neat. Uh, I suggest to everybody read it then. If you were even the slight bit interested, you'll be caught up to speed, and then you can make your idea and or you know make your own assumptions or whatever, and go and go, Eric, go with it. I'll That's go. the spotlight, Eric. That is the spotlight. Uh, but yeah, I actually. Um, 
I was a little down on this book until we started talking about it. Now I, I'm yeah, actually a little pumped. That'll happen pumped. sometimes. Yeah, I'm a little pumped for it. Just going through it again. Uh, I'm just oh, I, excited I'm for what's to, to come. What, well, I mean, yeah, exactly. I am pumped to see what's going to happen. It's just this issue was down in my mind. Yeah. Uh, Eric, what would you what would you give your uh, spotlight book of the week here? I would have to say Action Comics number 982. Do you think it's Action Comics? I'm trying to load up my app again. I'm the worst. This app is the slowest loading app. I want to tell everybody what they're going to hear on the regular podcast. Now, I will also say, uh, if you're still listening, uh, Eric will not be here for a majority of the podcast. Mm-mm. Eric will be here. He, this is He's actually going to the Poconos this weekend. He was supposed to go last weekend. He will be here for me and his books. We're going to do all of our books, and then me and Reggie are going to be here for the intro, uh, the news, and the mail, and Reggie's books will just be me and him, so I may break into song. I saw Reggie, one of his reviews, I forget what it was, he actually had lyrics to a song for the yeah, review. Yeah, I saw that, I can't remember and what it was, I was like, is that, is he, green, uh, how Jordan the Green Line yeah, Is he tipping his, you know, is he showing his cards a bit, Eric, and is that what we're going to be hearing? I don't know. You're gonna I think to that's, go that's more of a B-side. Yes, it might be. But here's what we're going to talk about. Obviously, we just talked about Action Comics 982, and that will be on the main podcast. We have Batgirl number 12. We have uh, Batman Beyond number 9, Blue Beetle number 10, Detective Comics number 959, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 23. We have Justice League of America number 9, my first time reviewing it, Eric. Hooey, the tales I could tell. Kamani Challenge number six, Suicide Squad number 20, which out of nowhere, didn't realize that Step and Sajak was on that book, too. He, hey, you said, You're sending me fucking pages of it earlier. I'm like, holy shit, he is in everybody's hearts yeah. now. He's taking DC by storm. I was like, Jesus Christ, it looks so good. I was just going through because out of nowhere, somebody put I, I put the uh, the review because Reggie reviews it. I will not read it until Saturday. And yeah. someone's like, oh, man, Sajak's art is awesome. I'm like, what are you talking? Get out of town, I said. And I went and looked at it. I'm like, Holy crap, this looks good. No wonder um, it's getting such good high reviews. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Teen Titans number nine, The Flash number 25. That's it. And like I said, uh, Wonder Woman number 25 is out and about, and we will be recording that. But that will be the Patreon-only spotlight, and that was picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Doop, doop, big doop. But yeah, Eric, that is it. Uh, we have other things to do, so we're going to cut this uh, quick. We're right to the chase, right? This was a pro- – I, I actually was going to say at the beginning that I thought that this was going to be one of our quicker spotlights only because there wasn't much to the book. Not a lot of book. book going on, yeah. But again, I, I just want to say it one more time that if you aren't reading it and we're interested in thinking that you should jump on, don't think that a bad score by either me or Eric would be the telltale thing that the issue wasn't good. It was just a lot of reading recap that uh, that didn't hit for us because we've already seen it we've already read it but i do think that it would serve people well if they were just jumping on the book i I really do think uh action comics is one of the better books of rebirth i've really enjoyed it yeah it is and uh it's starting it's really it's crazy it's starting to become my favorite book and i never would have thought that that was going to be the case uh i am it's weird i do like superman a lot uh, but I always end up with more Bat Family books as a reviewer on the site and things like that. And boy, I'm actually liking Superman and Action Comics probably more than any book. So it's crazy. And you have Batman, Eric. Good riddance. I have like all of the Justice League members now except for yeah. like Flash. I, I, like Reggie has Aquaman. Yeah, but, like, I have you Flash. Know, 
I have Cyborg, Green Lantern, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, what the hell do I have anymore? You got the big team books, the big Justice League team yeah, books. Yeah, it's weird, too, because that's actually against anything that we used to do when we first it's started the site, opposite, too. Yeah. You were the team book guy, and I was the, the solo guy, to the point where I remember when, even like, you had been doing some solo guy, uh, but when you hit Batman, you even said, it's weird that I, you know, and then when I had uh, got Justice League for Rebirth, that was the worst pick I ever made I in know. my life. I was like, boy, I don't do a lot of team books. I gotta get used to this, and boy, I, well, this Brian old. Hitch guy is gonna He's going to hit all the, the high notes there. Like when we got started, though, you did The Flash, Wonder yep. Woman, Aquaman, freaking, uh, you know, Batman, Superman, like a- action comics. I did Detective Comics, but I had like the yeah. JLA. I had Super uh, Justice League. Yeah, and it was League. funny and because when we really first started, I had Green Lantern core, but then I gave it to you because in the New 52, the Green Lantern books were so heavy with crossovers. Oh my God. It was stupid for me to be have a book. So I just took all, all sudden, the Lantern and books. And you took them because when we first started, we weren't reading all of each other's books. We were just doing our ones, and then we started the podcast and eventually got to that point. But, yeah, that's a, that's a little hint for the other people doing uh, podcasts, Eric. You have to read every book, right? Totally. Yeah, that, that's a little – that's uh, unsolicited advice. Just read every book so you know what's going on, Eric, just like you. You're going on. You got it going on, my man. Thank you. <laughs> oh, but that's it, Eric. What do we say at the end of the spotlight? Turn that spotlight off. Oh, Eric.